Hey guys, it's Michelle here, the founder of iHelpMoms.com, where we are on a mission to connect you to the world's top family experts to make motherhood easier. I am so excited today to have Anna on with me, a maternal nurse from New York City, and you can find her on Instagram at Nurse. And we are talking about something that I think is really important, and that is potty training. So thanks for being on with us, Anna. Hi, can you hear me? I totally can. I'm so excited for your feature today. Great, Michelle. Great. I'm so happy as well. Awesome. Well, you know, motherhood, like you and I, are veteran moms, and we've kind of been along this journey for a while now. So I think that that journey comes a lot of confidence. But if we take a step back, maybe when we had our first child, and there's a hub of moms around, and everyone's comparing, I can remember being like, oh my gosh, my daughter is not potty trained yet. What's going on? And, you know, that that comparison game starts. So we at I Hope Moms always want to go to experts just like you. So talk to us, Anna, today about why potty training may be difficult or may be different for different families and why it will all be okay. Right. Definitely, it will all be okay in the long run. You know, I yep. think um, uh, potty training, um, you know, uh, becomes difficult for a lot of parents, especially nowadays, because um, it has to do a lot with the approach and the expectation. And like you said, you know, there's a lot of pressure on moms these days and um, you know, you're not sure what to do. You don't, you don't know if you're doing it right. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is if potty train was approached in a more um, gradual form, mm-hmm. you know, a more natural form, then it wouldn't be as um, stressful, you know? So, you know, I tell my moms all the time, you know, um, just, teach it, teach it like you would teach anything else, any other milestone, you know, um, you know, a lot of times we talk about readiness. And the fact of the matter is that um, potty training is not something that's kind of innate, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it has to be taught, you know, and, and parents uh, readiness can be it can mean something different for for everybody, you know, every single parent. So, um, you know, you should teach it and in, in a more gradual form and um, with time it becomes easier and the kids starts kind of training themselves and show more signs of readiness and you don't, you're not forced to kind of like force train them last minute, you know? I so- do. I am so congruent with what you're saying, Anna. I'm so right. happy to have experts and get to really feature you guys on I Hope Moms because we are all about positive parenting and making sure that we're not playing the comparison game because there's That's no correct. one run right way to be a parent That's or correct. to do this thing. So, correct. you know, a couple of the things that I see now, again, farther along the journey is my youngest one definitely potty trained so easy because she had two big sisters Correct. to so show her the models. way. She has models. Right? She has people to see, you know? And she exactly. has these sisters, so they're like her peers, you know? It's not like, yes. you know? So it, it definitely, definitely helps to have older siblings, you know? <laughs> yep. So I want to just remind moms that when you start to let your mind wander to that comparison game, ask yourself, does the family you're comparing yourself to have an older child in it? Because I think that makes a difference. Another right. question I want to ask you is, is there a difference between potty training boys and girls? Is there a different timeline? Is no, there a different learning I curve? I really don't think so. You know, I've, you know, it, it, it tends to be the case many times, you know, um, I, I just really think it's again, going to the approach like you, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, 
different human beings. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and boys tend to be on the active side. I think mm -hmm. that has a lot to do with it. And um, girls are typically calmer. You know, this, of course, is not the case for everybody. But mm -hmm. usually the boys are, are more hyper. So therefore, you need to, like, focus and, you know, hone down on the focusing a little bit more when it comes to potty training with them because they're easily distracted. So yeah. they're constantly, you know, active, you know, while girls will pay attention typically <laughs> you, you understand and definitely i love the way you look at the big picture of things i think that's super duper important a lot right. of our therapists talk about like zooming out of the immediate picture and take a step back and say okay let's look at the bigger scope here so as we Correct. talk about that the bigger scope of things i want to remind moms what you started off saying is a gradual approach will yield better results for most 100 percent, and the moms the parents in general you know they'll be less stressed because yes. you're not you're not pressed with the time you're not under the clock you're not you know um pressed yep. because you know um preschool won't take your child yes yeah you're not afraid to leave them somewhere so you know if you take you know i come from from puerto rico where you know things that's how you taught children you know yeah. you, the minute they started walking you started introducing them to the potty and toileting habits you took them to the bathroom with you you left them without diapers for a little while mm -hmm. I come from a time where you know walking around like naked and in diapers was normal in my country you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like, neighbor's kid like walking around in diapers <laughs> when it was just no it was a normal thing you know yes. and, and, and potty training wasn't a thing you know what yeah. I'm saying it yes because it was just known that as soon as the kid started interacting with you, yeah. you would start teaching them toileting habits so that they can kind of like train as, you know, as time goes along and you're not, again, forced to train them last minute. You know what I mean? I love it. I love this. So let's talk about another part of potty training. Now, yes. you and I spoke about that starting early is not forcing it. Right. That's so correct. starting early, like you're saying, is a good thing. Let's talk That's about correct. some of the signs, though. What are some of the signs that parents can look for so that they start gradually introducing it and helping teach their kids? I mean, I think um, the second the child starts kind of interacting with you, you can just start teaching them. I mean, you're changing their diaper. So mm -hmm. just teaches showing them what's inside the diaper and dumping it and showing them where it goes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When they start like, um, you know, straining to poop or they start, you know, touching themselves that their way, you, you need to communicate with them and tell them you're doing pee pee. You're doing caca. You know, this is where the caca goes. This is where the pee pee goes. Let's sit down. Like these are all things that you can start as soon as the kid starts interacting with you. I mean, um, we have moms who practice um, our elimination communication, and that's way earlier than when I usually tell parents to start training, you know? Yeah. And I think um, it's an amazing thing how these children get these babies, these babies get trained to um, kind of like go on like command and, you know, know how to like, they start training their bodies at a very early age, which I think is really phenomenal. But I, you know, just because I come from a time, I, I realize the times here, moms are very busy. We have mm -hmm. two working parents at home. So yep. it's really hard to do elimination communication when yeah. you come from that family dynamic. So yep. that's why I tell parents to start as soon as they're sitting up and interacting with you. It could be you're, you're, you're going through the ropes anyway. You're changing them several times a day anyway. So I would say, you know, start teaching them. You, I, I know parents who start teaching their their um, kid who's just barely sitting up the ABCs. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. so, so that, you know, to me doesn't make much sense, you know, because <laughs> I like, love this. It doesn't need to know the ABCs. So they're like 
five or six in school and you're going to have help there. But potty training is your, your, as the parent, you're expected to teach them, not yeah. teacher in grammar school. You know what I mean? So, so, you know, I think um, uh, just starting the teaching early is not forcing them. You're, you're, you're potty teaching, not potty training when you start early. So I think that's where the, um, the confusion happens. Like, oh, you're starting early, you're forcing, you're not really forcing them. <laughs> them because that's my job to teach our children you know what oh, I mean I love this Anna I am so glad to hear those words from an expert like you it is okay. not potty training we can eliminate that literally yes. let's talk about elimination <laughs> from our vocabulary and talk about teaching I think that's such a positive connotation 100%. of how to work together 100 you have given us so much amazing insight today about a really gentle job. positive parenting solution here. I want to keep this momentum going and ask you with all the families that you work with, both in nursing and in just generally with El Potty nurse, you know, what is your biggest piece of advice to help moms know, let's stop comparing. Let's trust our innate. Let's have a positive environment for our kids. What are some of your top pieces of advice to really help moms enjoy and embrace this journey? Oh, again, you know, I um, teach moms every day, every time I come to work. That's, you know, basically um, the, the scope of what I do is teaching um, um, new parents. And um, uh, one of the biggest piece of advice that I give, especially new parents, is to accept the help. You know, mm -hmm. um, again, when I come from a background where, you know, families helped each other out and that was a normal thing, even your neighbors helped each other out. And it wasn't, you know, you needed to respect your neighbors. You needed to respect your elders. And it was that type of teaching. So, you know, unfortunately, we're here in a, um, many uh, areas in America where, um, you know, you're expected to work book time. You're expected to teach your child. You're expected to do all these things on your own. And I think that causes a lot of stress for parents. It causes a lot of like postpartum depression, a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, uh, um, you know, medical issues that come along with it. And I think if you learn to embrace help, you know, sometimes I know parents who, you know, a good friend will come over and say, what can I do for you? And they'll look at them in the face and say, nothing. What do you mean? Mm. Nothing? You're, a new, you're a new parent. You know what I mean? Let me take a shower. You know what I mean? Let me take a walk to the store. All that is like, you know, going to like mentally help you, you know, like recoup, you know, the, all the hours of like, you know, not sleeping because you have a new baby, you know, or yes, bring me food, you know, I'm coming over, you know, what can I do? You know what, um, do you mind bringing me some food? You know, these are people who want to help. So when you don't accept help, people don't want to help you. You know, it's like a circle mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, okay, she doesn't want any help. So I'm not going to intervene. I don't want to cause any trouble. You know, I don't want to get involved. And then you're stuck there raising your child without help. And I think a community is so important. So, you know, accepting help is like a, a big thing because we're, um, we tend to be a uh, uh, hold on to that control and think that things have to be done like, you know, a cookie cutter way, a certain way. And, um, and, you know, parenting is just not like that and you know as long as your kid is safe and loved like who really cares if the caregiver gave them cereal and you give them oatmeal like who cares about that? you know what I mean who cares so you know I think we we start nitpicking at the little things because we want the parenting to be perfected to our liking mm. and it's just you know it just causes more stress in the long run instead of just embracing the help and you know and coming in as a community Wow, there is so much wisdom. I feel so lucky to connect with you, Anna. I really hope we can continue this great, totally. great trend of working together because I am totally in alignment with your philosophies. And yes. I just love everything you said from potty teaching to accepting help 
and really just being a positive place for your child to learn continually. I love it, Anna. Thank Thank you so so much. much. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Thank you. And of course, we'll keep in touch and we can continue this journey, you know, ahead teaching parents because I think um, uh, they they could, you know, um, benefit from all of this for sure. Definitely. We're better together, Anna. All right. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Okay, Michelle. Take care. Bye.